Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. We're happy to go out to the 101 ESPN hotline to be joined by John Denton. He's the Cardinals insider for MLB.com. You can read his work over at Cardinals.com and follow him on Twitter at John Denton 555. John is kind enough to join us on a day game out from Bush Stadium where he'll be covering the Cardinals versus the Padres here in just about an hour or so. John, we appreciate the time as always, man. Before we get to last night's game, I do want to get to a little bit of uh, business from what's going on around the league right now. Yesterday was a big day for the waiver wire. You saw Lucas Giolito and a bunch of other players placed on waivers that included Harrison Bader as well. When you look at where the Cardinals are at in that line, they're they're picking fifth right now. Do you get the sense that the Cardinals will explore what is available to them via the waiver wire? Uh, BK, I think they'll take a look at it. I'm not sure how seriously they will delve into it. Uh, you know, they'll look, see if something makes sense. I mean, you know, Luke Giolito is a name that, that catches people's eye, but, man, he's been bad so far this season. Uh, you know, he gave up 10 home runs with the Angels. I think he was 1-5 with them. Uh, it's not just not throwing the ball well at all. Um, you know, the, the, the reliever they got rid of has put up decent numbers. Uh, you know, for, for a team that needs three starters next year, maybe you kick the tires on Giolito. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, I think it's unlikely that they that they bring anybody in for the rest of the season. You know, I think they, they want to go at this thing with a fresh start this offseason and, uh, you know, maybe have their choice uh, via trades and, and, and via free agent signings. But I would say it's unlikely that they signed into that group that got released yesterday or you know put on waivers yesterday. If I were to advocate for it, John, my my case would basically be this: if the Cardinals could have paid a million dollars last year to find out what the fit would be like between them and Wilson Contreras, I think it would have been the best million dollars they've ever spent because I don't think they would have gone that same route this offseason. And if you could do the same thing this year when you're looking potentially at Lucas Giolito to find out, hey, is this a guy that fits here in St. Louis? Or like Matt Moore, who's a a reliever that could come in and give them a little bit of length. Maybe they're looking at that this offseason. They love their lefties. Isn't it worth it for a million bucks to go ahead and find out what these guys can do for you? Uh, yeah, I think it's you know it's it's a good investment. It, it is a good like free trial type of thing. Uh, Matt Moore was a guy that I advocated for this off season. I mean, all that guy's done is win everywhere he's right. been. Uh, you know, he's had a good season this year. I think it's three and one. Uh, you know, he he's a he's a winner. He's a guy who knows how to pitch. You know, he won't ever blow you away with his stuff, but he knows how to go up and you know up and down and, and side to side, and he just knows how to pitch. And you know, looking back on it now, if you'd have added. Matt Moore or a Chafin, how much better would the Cardinals bullpen have been? Uh, you know, the bullpen guys are so volatile from one year to the next. You know, 
actually thought going into the season that the bullpen might be one of their strengths. And as it turns out, it was an absolute weakness. Uh, you know, last year they blew 16 saves. This year I think it's up to like 26 now. So, you know, you just hard to, hard to know from year to year with those bullpen guys. But I do like the Matt Moore idea because, you know, look at his career track record. All the guys done everywhere he's been is win, win baseball games. Do you think, John, that they're going to be more willing to be aggressive via free agency for bullpen arms than what they were this past year because of how this year panned out? Yeah, you know. I, I... Bad question by me. Yeah. I get it. Dude, there's some questions you just can't ask. He said, yeah, I, I'm yeah, not yeah, Alex, this is a terrible I'm question. Leaving. I literally just told you, Alex, that Matt Moore would have been a good idea, and that's what you're going to throw at me. Seriously? And then he hung up. He, I get it, John. He just got done explaining how volatile it is. But look. These bullpen arms year to year, you don't know how to predict but them. But look. You need to go out and get them, right? You do. Yeah, it's I, a fair question. It is. Um, and I think John was going to have an excellent answer for you, and then his phone blew up. I just made him so upset. He's out of Bush Stadium. I we know s- how these, these things work. I can see John doing that to where he's like, yeah, you know what, Alex? It's a just, just God, why do you ask these questions? He said, Alex, I watch the Cardinals on a night-in, night-out basis. They need everything. My wife does <laughs> the same yeah, thing. When I ask her every livers. night what I want, what she wants me to cook her for dinner, I say, what do you want? She's like, God, stop asking. All right, we got John Ditton back on with us. John. We lost you there about midway through your answer on whether or not the Cardinals should be exploring the relief market this offseason. I, I promise I didn't anger anger hang up on, on Alex there. It, uh, I don't know what it was. I'm walking around Bush Stadium and it just clicked off there. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think they have to reevaluate their whole model on pitching. Like, you've got to spend on pitching. You can't you can't fill a bullpen with, with retread guys. You know, it, it's got to be, you know, high-level guys. It's got to, you know, the Cardinals have seen this year like, if you don't have the solid bullpen, like, it just breaks your will when you're having to win games two and three times uh, when you're blowing games in the seventh inning. Like, they've given up more runs, I believe, in the seventh inning than any other inning this season, and that's because their bullpen's been so ineffective. I mean, if, if the Cardinals had July Jordan Hicks instead of April Jordan Hicks, I think they would have five or six, seven more wins right now. You know, that, that bullpen is so valuable. So they're going to have to pour more resources into the bullpen they're going to have to maybe give up a prospect to, to go get a, a solid bullpen guy. You need that bridge guy to get to the back end of your bullpen. It's so, so important in this game. John, over the last week, we've seen Blake Snell. We saw Aaron Nola. You mentioned changing the model. Those guys certainly fit that criteria of paying $25 plus million per year on a multi-year deal. If I know anything about your sensibilities baseball-wise, I would guess you think that Aaron Nola is a better fit here. But I'll just go ahead and ask the question. Who did you like better? Who do you think makes more sense for the Cardinals if they were to sign one of those two guys? Yeah, you know, it was interesting watching Snell the other night. I think he had uh, eight or nine three-ball counts. Uh, he went to he went full count five times. He walked five guys, but at the end of the day, he only gave up two hits and no runs. Yeah, uh, effectively wild, I guess you would call it. Uh, Snell's an interesting, you know, interesting case study because he's a guy who didn't throw that hard early in his career, and his, his velo has actually gone up the last couple of years. I think you know before last season he had never thrown a 96 mile an hour pitch, and he did that against the Cardinals. And this year he's touched 97, 98. His velo is up. You, you kind of worry about signing guys who have career years on, the, on their walk year. Uh, I, I do like Nola. You know, Nola fits so much of what the Cardinals do. They, they love the tall, lanky right-hander, guy who throws strikes, guys who attack. Uh, you know, I, I, if I was choosing between the two, I would say him uh, over Snell. But, I mean, it's hard to argue with the numbers that Snell's put up this year. He's probably going to win the National League Cy Young. 
Um, right now, either one of those guys would instantly fall into the number one spot in the rotation. And, you know, it, it's unlikely that they spend that kind of money on two guys, but man, that, that, that would be, that would change the Cardinals fortunes right away. If you could, if you could get one of those guys to anchor the top of your rotation, that, that changes the outlook of next season right away. John, do you think when the Cardinals are are going to get into that process of thinking of who's going to make the most sense for their team to be at the top of the rotation, are they going to take in the Wilson Contreras effect of if he's our catcher, how does this pitcher work with that individual? Yeah, yeah, you're going to have to take that into account. Uh, you know, I, I think the improvements that Kisner has made, I, I really think that, that that Wilson Contreras is going to be a DH about 45% of the time next year, and he's going to be a catcher maybe 55% of the time. That You know, I I, I think long, long-term going forward, I think they probably see him more in the DH role long-term. Uh, that's not ideal. That's not what they were thinking when they gave him $87.5 million. But I think that's probably the way they're going to have to go is, you know, he, he's going to be their primary catcher, but he may not catch 120 games. He may only catch 95 games going forward. Uh, you know, his throwing numbers are off the charts. It's just his framing numbers and his blocking numbers that are that are down. He's worked on it. He's tried to improve upon it. He's had a solid season at the plate. It's just, you know, those those framing numbers and the blocking numbers have to improve. They have to be better, uh, you know, for, for a pitching staff to fully buy in and, and trust a guy like that. John, what stood out to you about the win last night? There's a million different ways that you can go with this, whether it was the bunt, uh-huh. the Mason win play, the relief appearance yeah. from Casey Lawrence, JoJo going out there and doing it again. What was the number one thing that stood out to you last night? Well, yeah, I mean, asking Richie Palacios to bunt off Josh Hader with two with two strikes, I mean, that's like looking down the barrel of a loaded gun. There are not many things in baseball more difficult than that. But but the way Contreras hit the ball, like it was – he went, what, 10 or whatever on the first at bat and hit a ball right at the third baseman. And then he goes 107, then he goes 107 for a home run, then he goes 110 for a game-tying home run. He finally feels like this is home. He finally feels like he has a spot here. And, you know, he's, he's, he's had a crazy season, but it says something about the way he's, you know, he's put up his offensive numbers. He's bounced back, and he continues to, to play hard. And, and, you know, the Cardinals need more energetic guys they need more uh energy guys and guys who, who who it hurts to lose he's one of those guys it bothers him when they lose um you know, he's had a rough season a crazy season but i think he finally considers this home now he knows this is where his future is going to be uh the, the, seeing him hit the ball hard four times last night hit two home runs tie the game in the eighth inning that was a big big night for him no doubt about it and he had his parents in the crowd so maybe the cardinals should put them on the payroll how beneficial was a game like last night, John, for for players like Mason Wynn? Yeah, that was that was big time. I mean, Mason, you know, to be 21 years old and have the awareness that it doesn't matter what I do, I have to keep this ball in the infield. That was a huge play, and you know, Mason had a hit early on. I think he broke a 0 for 10 streak. Uh, you know, he's he's not seeing a lot of fastballs right now. He's realizing at this level that they're going to find your weaknesses and they're going to expose them and they're just going to pick at them and pick at them. Uh, he's getting he's getting spun every time he comes to the plate, uh, but that that play in the, in the tenth inning that you know that saved a run, maybe saved that game last night. So that was big time. The kid is loaded with athleticism. If you look at it, you know he he struggled early this season uh, at Memphis. He struggled early at Double A in Springfield, and then he when he catches up, he takes off because his confidence is off the charts, his talent's off the charts. 
this is going to help him next year. It, it may not look pretty now, but this is going to benefit him for you know 2024. This is exactly why we've all been advocating or were advocating for him to be up. So I'm glad they made that decision and you can start to see it already paying off. That was a huge play by him defensively last night. John, we'll get you out of here on this. John Denton's our guest, Cardinals insider for MLB.com. Follow him on Twitter for all of his updates at John Denton 555. You did have an update earlier today from the ballpark on Dylan Carlson. For our audience that doesn't know about what's going on, we know about the oblique, but when it comes to the ankle and how this has been an issue, basically dating back to mid-May or early May. What's going on with Dylan Carlson there? What's up with his ankle? Yeah, you know, he, he sprained that ankle on a, on a base hit to right field coming out of the box. He was wearing pink shoes that he had never worn before because it was uh, Mother's Day celebration, uh, I think, um, and sprained his ankle. And that ankle has never fully healed. And, you know, he, Dylan's even had doctors told, who told him, look, you're, you're going to have to have surgery on this thing at some point, whether that's this all season or two years from now because there's damage in there. Uh, you know, the Cardinals got a, a second opinion. Uh, he got a painkilling injection. He's working out in the weight room now. He's also dealing with a grade two oblique strain. Good, good. Uh, but he's working out in the weight room, and if it goes well this week, I think, you know, maybe next week he could start baseball activities again. But, you know, if there's still pain in that ankle, I would not be shocked if, you know, if he's still bothered by this thing next week, uh, two weeks after that, I, I think there could be a surgery coming because, there's damage in that ankle that needs to be cleaned out at some point. Uh, so, you know, they're going to try to get him back to baseball activities, maybe get him back on the field this year. Uh, but if it didn't go well in the next couple of weeks, they may, you know, scratch everything, have surgery, and try to be ready for spring training next year. Obviously, the primary concern there is Carlson's health, and everybody wants him to be healthy. But thinking through the, friend, the lens of the front office, I'm assuming if he got that surgery, that would mean that he's not going to be included in any quarter, any sort of trades this offseason, correct? It'd be hard for another team to yeah. trade for a guy like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would that would definitely, you know, uh, hence the, the the attempt to try to get him back sure. on the field. Uh, you know, it's you can't trade a guy when he's injured. That's why it was important for the Cardinals to get Tyler O'Neill back on the field now. You know, out injured and you've had a bad run bad run as much as Tyler has. He had zero trade value. If you get him back, at least his trade value goes up. It would be the same thing with Dylan. You gotta get him back healthy and at least showing that he can can be on the field every day. Hey John, enjoy the game today, man. Final game of this series between the Cardinals and the Padres, two of the most disappointing teams in all of Major League Baseball this year. Appreciate the time as always. We'll talk with you again uh, very soon, my friend. All right, guys. Take care. Thanks.